Okay, let's start. Parshas Baha Alosacha, Tavshin Ayinches. As we get into all the different parts of Baloscha, you know, out of all the parshios, where there is, uh, sometimes one theme or two themes, Baloscha has so many different themes. There's a, a recording of Rav Salvechik, where he talks about Baloscha being one of his favorite parshios. He feels like a bee going from flower to flower, uh, sipping out the nectar from every one of the flowers, because there's so many stories here in Baloscha, and so many messages from the, uh, from the Neros, and the story of uh, Yisro, and the Chatzotzros, and Pesach Sheni, and and Miriam, and the, the Moshe Rabbeinu complaining, and the Mun, so many different uh, discussions here in uh, Baloscha. We'll try to touch on a few as we do uh, each, and every, each and every year. Uh, so we start off with the beginning, beginning of, as we know, the name of the parsha that we call it, Baha'aloscha, Saneros, a thought about the menorah, a couple of thoughts relating to the menorah at the beginning of the parsha. Hashem says to Moshe, Daber Aaron Speak to Aaron, Baloschas, Aneros, El Mulpneha Menorah, Yairu Shivas Aneros. Bayaskin Aaron, Aaron did it, El Mulpneha Menorah, Vizem Asea Menorah Mikshazav, Achulu Kain Asa Menorah. Rav Chaim Kanievsky points out that we have the word Menorah four times in this section. This little section, right, we have Parshas Haneros a few times in the Torah, in Parsha Tetzave, and Baloscha, uh, and uh, another place. But here we have the word Menorah four times. Once in Pasuk Beis, uh, twice in Pasuk Dalit and once in Pasuk Gimel. But if you look closely, as those who uh, read the Psukim and are Medayik in every little letter, two of the menorahs, so to speak, are written Malay, and two of them are written Chaser. The first menorah is written Malay, Al-Mulpnei menorah and then the second one, Al-Mulpnei menorah and then in Pasuk Dalit, the <laughs> Pasuk tells us menorah, Without the vav chaser vav. So, what is the message? We know every little uh, mole and chaser teaches us something, right? We've got kol kol Yaakov. The Vilna Gaon tells us one's mole, one's chaser. Every mole ali chaser can teach us something. So, it says Reb Chaim Kedievsky in the time of the Kra. Yesh peparshazu dalat pamim menorah beis mole mu beis chaserim. V'yesh lomar says Reb Chaim Kedievsky. It's referring and alluding to a historical reality, a historical to reality. V'yesh lomar dehine. We know Moshe Rabbeinu built the menorah, Moshe and Betzalel, and it stayed, and it lasted all the way throughout the years of the Midbar, and then it was brought by Yoshua, it was there, it doesn't say that it was ever lost, and it was brought, and into Bayez Rishon, David HaMelech, Shlomo HaMelech, put it into the base of Mikdash, Kemosha Kasa B'Menachat Sadiches, Amabez, right, we know the, the Navi tells us that Shlomo HaMelech built many other Kalim, but the Rishonim point out that he always used the one from Moshe, the menorahs Moshe, even though there were other menorahs that were in the base of Megdash. And as the Pesukim described at the end of Yirmiyo, Peregnun Beis, those who want to listen to the Navi Shirim, we finished uh, Yirmiyo today, and uh, the description at the end of Yirmiyo is the same as the description at the end of uh, Malachim, where the Kalim were, were carried away by Bavel, all the uh, Kalim of Nechoshes and... It says the custom took it, the, 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 Anche Bavel. Umistama hechziru, kishabano beisheni. Mistama, that same menorah, doesn't say that it wasn't brought back, that they built a new one. Doesn't say that Ezra and Nechemi had to build a new one. So they brought back that menorah, kimavur beezra. Shechziru is kokle beis hamigdash. Shehoridulo Bavel. Vayakayim adyamei yavanim. So it was all the same menorah. This one golden menorah. All the way until the times of the yavanim, as we know that from the story of Hanukkah, during Bayesheni, Shaz Kinneret Tim Uhu, Vihishtam Shubo, Vinifsal Mehakrava. 
Just like the Gemara says in Avodah Zarah about the Mizbeach, that it was Nifgam, so Mistama, they were Pogame, and they ruined all the Kalim of the Beis HaMikdash. V'lachain, what happens? The Gemara tells us, Kishinatzchu Beis Chashbonai, Asu Menorah Chadasha, they made a new Menorah, because the other one was ruined. As the Gemara says in Menachas Chavches, Shebeis Chashbonai, Asu Menorah, Mishpud and Shamateches, they originally didn't have enough money, so first they built it out of metal. Shekasha B'dyeved, Heshiru, they got a little richer, Asum Shal Kesef. They made another one out of silver. Chazru ve'ashiru, and once they became wealthy, and they had enough money, asum shalzav, they made a golden one. Nishar, and that lasted until Churban Bayesheni. As we know, it is on the Arch of Titus from the exile of Churban Bayesheni. But in history, there were four. There were four. What were the four? There was the original Zahav, there was the middle Mateches, the middle Kesef, and the final Zahav. So just of Chaim Kinyef, that's what the Pasuk's referring to. The two Lachachila menorahs, the Mali menorahs, and the two Bidievin menorahs, uh, that were there. And then maybe it refers to the first two, and then the, uh, the last, the, the middle two, because they were Bidievin, but that's what he suggests. V'yesh lomer tekeneg dangsiv, dalad pavim menorah shnayim aleim, ushnayim chaserim. That is what we have, and that's the remez that he suggests the Torah gives us. Okay. Number one. A second thought, which is about the menorah, as we will see, but we'll start off with the Gemara in Meseches Tainus. Gemara in Tainus, Andav Chavtes, quoted here in the beginning of source number two, from the Be'er Yosef. Gemara in Tainus tells us, Tanur Rabbanan, Kishacharav Habayis Barishona, when the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, Nizkapsu, Kitos, Kitos, Shalpirchei Kahuna, Umavtechos HaHechol Biyadam, groups of Kohanim gathered together, Bizman Habayis, on those days, the 8th, the 9th, the 10th of Av, and they had the keys to the Heichal in their hand. And they went up to the roof of the Heichal. Right, the Heichal had a roof. It wasn't uh, open like the uh, the Azara was out, out in the open. The smoke went straight up. The Heichal had a roof. So they went up to the roof of the Heichal. And they said, Since we have not been Zoche to be trustworthy Gizbarim, those who are like Gabayim of the base of English, we, we weren't trustworthy. That's why we have a Chorban, Harim Avtechos, Mesuros Lacha, we're giving back the keys. An amazing Gemara. Vizarkum Klape Mala, they threw the keys up to Shamayim. Yotasa came in, Pisas Yan, Belakachta. A hand came out from heaven, grabbed the keys. Vehim Kapsu, Venaflu Tachaar, and then they jumped into the fire. Valeim Konin Yishayo Anavi, Masagechizayon. That's the Gemara. So a number of questions that the Bar Yosef asked on, on this Gemara. Again, and we're going to come to, uh, in a couple of minutes, the menorah that we have here at the beginning of the, of the, uh, of the parsha. V'yesh lohavin. Question one. Ma'inyin haya bazesh, zarkum haftechos klape mala. What is the, what's the message? What's the symbolism of throwing the keys up to Shamayim? What, the heichal is burning. The base of the is burning. You don't need keys if you don't have a building. So what's the message of the Heicha, of the, the Kohanim going and throwing the keys out to Shemayim? As if they're relinquishing something. What are they relinquishing? Right, there's nothing to relinquish. There's no Beis HaMikdash left. One. Question two. Ubu Yoser Yesh Lohavin. She'asu lazen neisben ha-Shamayim l'kabel There was this unbelievable miracle that occurred that a hand went out from heaven and caught the keys. 
The Alnez Kain Ze Amru, right, if you look a couple of daf earlier in Tainus, you remember the Gemara about Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa and his wife is complaining, there's no money, and they get a golden leg of a table, and then they, it's given to them, and then they realize, she realizes this is part of the Olam Haba, and she says, take it back, take it back, I don't want the leg of the table. So what happens? He davens, and the leg of the table is taken back. And what does he, what does he declare? Line 15, Godel Hayanes Achram and Arishon. And the second ace was even greater than the first ace. A leg of a table being taken back to heaven is even harder than the one being given. Degemiri, because we have a tradition. Demehav yavi minashamayim mishkal loshakli. We take from Shemayim, but we are given from Shemayim, but we don't take. So here, they threw the keys up and they took the keys to Shemayim, which is an unbelievable nace because then it's something physical going into the spiritual realm. So there has to be a deep message here, asks the Bear Yosef. So question number one, what does the whole story mean? There was no mis- there was no base English anymore. What do you have to throw the keys up? Number two, the fact that they took it back up, what's the message? And finally, number three, if we look closely, what were the keys of? So if we wouldn't have reviewed the Gemara, we probably would have said, oh, to the base Amigdash. What does it say though? It says, Maftechos shel heichal. The Maftechos dafka of the heichal. So what is it about the Maftechos of the heichal that were so important as if the, they didn't throw up the Maftechos of the Beis Hamikdash, only the Maftechos of the heichal. So what's the message? So with these three questions in the background, we get into another Gemara, which is going to be the key. Which is going to be the key. The Gemara in Shabbos, Taf Lamed Aleph. After, on the bottom of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, after the six questions we're going to be asked, then after the source for Shas Mishayis, Shisha Sidre Mishnah, then we have the Gemara, Tana Deve, I'm sorry, Amar Rabba Baravuna. Kol Adam, and it's quoted here, also you have it on line 22. Kol Adam Sheish Bo Torah, Ve'ein Bo Yirah Shemayim. Somebody who has a lot of Torah, but does not have any Yirah Shemayim, doesn't have enough requisite Yirah Shemayim, what's the mushal? Domel gizbar. He's like a gizbar. That's an unusual term. Not like a person, like a gizbar. Gizbar conjures up in our mind. Gizbar. Mishnayis and Mi'ilah talk about a gizbar. Beis HaMikdash. Domel gizbar. Shemasrula maftechos aprimios umaftechos achitsonios lo masrula. It's as if you're a gizbar and you were given the inner keys, but you weren't given the outer keys. So it does you no good. Does you know that you can, doesn't, it doesn't help you to have keys to the inner room if you can't get into the outer room. Behe'ayol. Meaning, Torah is considered the inner room. Yerashamayim is the outer room. And therefore, if you have Torah, you have the keys in the inner room, but you don't have the keys to the outer room because you're missing Yerashamayim. And therefore, says the Gemara, that's what you are. That's the mushal. What, what, why is Torah called the inner room, Yerachemayim called the outer room, and the Gizbar? What's it referring to? So says the Bar Yosef, unbelievable. Says the Bar Yosef, put this Gemara together with the Gemara that we just mentioned, the Tainus, and we will see what the secret is. And here we're getting back to what this has to do with our Parsha, and that is the Menorah. The Yesh Levar on the top of the left side, Apima de Efshar. Shehechal haya mechuvan vahaya makar hashpal achachmas ha The Hechal was the symbol of Torah, of the source that, yes, there were three kalim in there, but we'll see. The Heichal, he says, is the source of Torah. The Ha'azara, Ha'yemechuvenes, Ha'yisamakar, L'hashpa'as Ha'yira. The Azara is the symbol representing Yira Shemayim. Where do you see that? Let's do the second one first. 
the Gemara tells us is that Meseches Ba'abasra and Afchaf Aleph. That the reason that we, the, the Gemara there is talking about uh, Yerushalayim and setting up a school system, but there is an important Tosfus there that is quoted by many. The Gemara there talks about what's inspiring about Yerushalayim. Kimitzion Teitzei Torah. Tosfus says, what's the point? Why does Hashem make so many mitzvahs? Meiser Sheni and Katshe Kalim in Yerushalayim. We have to eat it. Why? Lefi. Line 7. This is Tosas. Shahaya Roek Kedusha Gedola. When we're in Yerushalayim, we see amazing sanctity. The Koanim Oskim Ba'avoda. And we see the Koanim involved in Avoda. Where do we see them involved in Avoda? They're not doing Avoda in the whole Yerushalayim. We see them doing Avoda in the Azara. Haya Mechuvan Libo Yoser. L'yira Shamayim. V'lil Motorah. Kedrashinim B'sifrilamon Tilman. L'yira Tashem Alokecha. What does the Pazak say about Maestro Shani? You go to Yerushalayim? It leads, it leads, Maestro Shani leads you to your Shemayim. What does Tosa say? By seeing the Khan and being medactic and being Zarias and being Zahir in the Avoda. So you're at Shemayim first. So, says the Ber Yosef, so you see from here that the Azara is the Makar, is Kimi Azara Teitze Yerashamayim. That's the place to inspire, that we should be inspired. So the Azara is the outer room, and that's Yerashamayim. The Heicho... What is the, again, there are three special kalim in the Heichal, but if we could focus on one, the one that radiates out, that's the menorah. The menorah is the symbol of Torah, as we know. Right, every day, the lechem upon him, you did once a week. Okay, Zbeach, Hazav, you did, okay, Ketores. But the menorah is the one that radiates out. And it's Shehuah that's the source. Right, Harotza, right, if you want to be, be, uh, right, you look towards the direction of the, of the menorah yadrim. The kivan, and therefore the menorah is a symbol of the, of, uh, of Torah, and that's the inner room. The kivan, and that's why, getting back to that Gemara, if somebody has Torah, not Yerat Shemayim, he has the keys to the inner room and not the keys to the outer room. Because the Torah is the inner room in the base of Migdash, so to speak, and the Azar is the outer room, and that's the Mashal. Line 30. Lachain Amru, Vidimus, Mishi Ishbo, Torah, Eba Yerat Shemayim, Lamisha Masulam, Aftechos, Apnimios, Lamasulam, Aftechas, Echisonios. Fine. And that's why he says Gizbar. But what does this have to do with us? Let's get back to the beginning then. Why did the Kohanim throw up the keys of the Heichal Dafka? And why did a hand have to come out? And why was it such a unique event that it had to be recorded? What's going on here? Says the Be'er Yosef. Line 39. When the base of Migdash was destroyed, as we know, the Heichal was burned and everything that it symbolizes was burned Torah. It's harder to achieve in Torah without the base of Migdash because the Heichal radiated out Torah and it's hard. If somebody wants to achieve secrets in Torah today, how do we do it? We have to work hard, we have to work hard, we have to work hard, and we have to daven. As the Gemara says in Nida, anything that we want to achieve comes through Hishtavus and Tefillah. 
Work hard with them and Davin. You want to have our Parnassah, what do you have to do? Work hard, Ishtavlos, and Davin. You want to have a success in Torah? Right? Mayasa Adam, Yachka, Mayasa Adam. Right? All of it. He quotes it. No, no, need the eye in a base. Mayasa Adam, Yachka, Marmalam, Yarbe, Yeshiva, Vivai Peschora. Harba also came below Hoil, Yevakish Rachamim, Mimi, Achachma, Shalo. So, Torah, we can't, since there's no base Hamingdash, Right? We, we, we lost our chalek. The only way we can get it back is through hard work and through tefillah. And that's why Dafka, they throw the keys of the heichal up to Shamayim. Because they realize without divine help for Torah, so they're not going to succeed. Right? For, through the long gullus. That was by Yisrishon, so for the 70, but if you say everything was a galas, all, all connected, that's lahora. Turning the page, ulahora zu lachu perche kuhuna maftechos a hechal. That's why Dafka, the keys of the hechal were taken. Mazarkan klapimala. Vyasakim in pisas yad ulakachtam, and a hand came out from heaven to say, yes, I'm gonna take the keys, I'm gonna help you. The keys, literally, the keys to Torah, is in Shamayim also. Chazir maftechos achachmal shamayim. We have to be a mavakish. Umisharotza lahachim. Tzorach lehispalel ulavakish rachamim. Mimishachachma shalol leftoaches libo. To open our hearts. Valhayr enav ulahasig imketsune atorah. We have to we have to daven for it every day. We say Ava Rabba and Avas Olam. Unbelievable, powerful tefilos. Right, that the Chazonish one said that all any success that he's ever had in in learning can be attributed that he has kavana during Ava Rabba. That's what the Chazonish said. Oh, so says the, so says what we have to daven also. So why didn't they give the keys to the Azara too? Why didn't they throw those up? Because what does the Azara symbolize? Yiras Hashem. Hakobi de Shamayim, Chutzmi Yiras Shamayim. Yiras Shamayim is still in our hands. Yiras Shamayim, obviously we need divine help for everything, but the Makar of Yira, yes, the Azara made it easier. But Hakobi de Shamayim, Chutzmi Yira Shamayim on the left side. Kibe Emes Lavtechos Yira Shamayim Nisharu Pol Baaretz Bolo Chazur Lashamayim. As the Gemara in the beginning of Shas and the end of Shas, Brachas and Nida both quote this Gemara. Hakobi de Shmaya Chutzmi Yira Shamayim Sheneamar. I'll tell you so. Ma'ashem Lokecha Shalom Meimach. What does Hashem ask of you? Kiim Liyira. Nothing else other than obviously it's a, it's hard. It's challenging, but it's still within our hands as we know. So that is though. Having connect, connecting to our parsha, right? There's the menorah. The menorah is the source of Torah. The azara is the source of Yira. Yira is the outside, and that's Derech Eretz Kadmala Torah. Rav Chaim Vital writes in uh, Shara Kedusha, right? The, probably the most quoted, you know, Rav Chaim Vital in that way, and that is why isn't there a mitzvah to to uh, of Midos? There's a mitzvah of Yira Hashem, but certain things he writes they're prerequisites. They're prerequisites. The rest of Torah would be warped and and crooked, right? And that's one of the pshatim why the Tamidi Rabbi Akiva had to uh, had to die. But it's the 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 outer the outer gate is Yerat Shemayim, right? That's the first step before we even get to Torah. Okay, moving right along. Let's get to the third pasuk of the parsha. Says the Torah. 
So Hashem says to Moshe to speak to Aaron. Tell him, The seven uh, candles shall light. El We discussed a couple of years ago the Svarno on this pasuk also. Very important uh, Svarno. And Aaron did it. Says Rashi. Aaron did it. Six words in Rashi. Lahagid shivcho shal Aaron shaloshina. To tell us how amazing Aaron was, he was not Mishana. He did it. Light the candles. He lit the candles. Amazing. Aaron Cohen was called upon to do some challenging things in life. Lighting the menorah, we might not have said, was the most challenging. Or maybe it was. What's the message of Shaloshina? So there are many, many. Talk about one chazal that could have many different pshatim, mikatzel, katzel on it. Here are five little pshatim on Aaron Cohen Melamed Shaloshina. He was not Mishani, he looked at Menorah Shaloshina. First, from two different sources, but very similar ideas. First, from the Kotzker, an MSV Amuna. That's the collection of uh, Kotzker Varts. Uh, in number Kuf Memtes, source number four. Pars Balos Chaviaskin Aaron. It's a look in the beginning of the Savior to tell you, you know, where the Parshia thoughts are. Alright, so just organized by Osos. So Chaviaskin Aaron appears Rashi, like a Shivchaz Shloshina. Shelo Asa Shum Tenua Mibachutz. Says the Kotzker. He didn't move. He didn't move. He didn't move. He didn't flail. He kept it all inside. Kept it all, all of the, the, uh, emotion and everything that he, that was, that was inside of Aaron lighting this menorah. He kept it in. Because says the Kotzker, I think it's better if you're, you're, uh, you don't move. Right, different, different drachim in terms of, you know, the shuckler or the, the one who stands straight. Different great gedolim. Some don't move and some move a lot. So the Kutzker was of the not moving view. That's the greater. And he says, That's a sharp thought. Because they were vayanu'u, that's why vayamdu me'rachok. Umoshe nigash al ha'arafel. Moshe was able to go in. Don't do unwieldy and un, unusual actions. No, Aaron didn't move. A little more down to earth, we might say, that we might be able to understand. A chassidish of art from the Kedushas Levi. Turn over for a minute. Turn over for a minute. To the top of source, the source number seven. Then we'll come back. Says the Kedushas Levi. I gave him to you here because there's just a couple of them all put together here in the Mayana Shal Torah. Also, uh, just a compilation of them. But it's the Kedushas Levi. Tivo Shal Adam Hu. Kishol Madrega. Sorry, the last one. Kedushas Levi. Adam Acher. Ba'asosu Avoda Shekazu. Vaday Hayavade Ma'abed Eshivu Mishkalo. Machmas Godel Ha'eslavus. If I was doing the avoda, says the Kedushas Levi, I would have spilled half the oil out. I would have been so excited and so amazing. I'm like jumping into, I'm jumping out of my skin. Aaron didn't spill it. He controlled himself. He controlled it. No shinu at all. The Kedushas Levi, Kedaka Bakodesh. I can't even imagine doing this. Not jumping around, not shuckling. But that was the similar idea, though. They didn't move, but they're coming at it from from uh, different directions. 
One idea, uh, number one. Number two, back to the Kutzker. Another idea from the Kutzker back in source number five. Again, some of these are more well-known than others. Tafresh Mem Gimel. The Kutzker here says, in the, sh- in the name of the Yid HaKadosh, the Yehudi HaKadosh. Source five. Every day when he said, the Kutzker said it about the Yidah Kadosh, that whenever he said that, it was mamish like he was being misguided that day. He was so excited to be a Jew. He was so excited to be an Eved Hashem every single day of his life. Never wore off. Every day he said it with tremendous kavana. And the Kutzker said, oh, that's Aaron Akoin. Milamed Shaloshina. Every single day that Aaron did the Avoda, lit the menorah, it wasn't like the third day, oh, I lose a little bit. I'm not as excited. Aaron was excited on the hundredth day as much as he was on the first day. It's, it was never wrote. Right? It was never, uh, been there, done that. No, every day was opening day for Aaron Akoin. Right? That's every day, and that's what Malami Shaloshina, Aaron Akoin, it never got, never got old. Number two. A couple of others though. Number three. The Mayana Shaltara quotes. Malami Shaloshina. Let's remember, and this was not pointed out by many. Remember, what's, what day is this? This is the day of, let's go back, right? This is the day, the, the beginning of the, of the, uh, Chanukah, right? Rashi quotes at the beginning, remember? This is all part of the same process. What has happened very recently? He lost his two sons. He lost his two sons. Says the Mayana Shal Torah, quoting here. On the uh, where it's uh, uh, from the Chassam Sofer, Afilu biyom rishon shachanukas hamishkan kasher mesu shnei banav v'lo min anagul ahalik neiros eitzal avel v'chalzos lo maser aronas alakas aneli deacher. Didn't give it off. Too hard for me today. Afki alakas sheir bizar elahu atzmo helas aneiros v'ochiach bazesh lo chal shum shinu yekav asono ki makabel who din shemayim biava vayidom aron. He accepted. And this is what I accept, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, this is what happens. It's terribly painful, but I'm an Eved Hashem first and foremost, says Aaron Akoin, Shaloshina. He was not Peshanet, though he personally was going through emotional turmoil. Number three. Number four. On the bottom. Also said by many of the Bali Musr. Afapi, from Rabunim. Aaron Akoin was lighting the menorah. You can't get it more special than that. Maybe the Torah, but he was lighting the menorah. He didn't change. Because he did it, it didn't change who he was. And every time you hear another one of these friends, like, oh, that fits. Oh, that fits. Everyone. It's the beauty, the unbelievable. Chazal could say one phrase and it could have so many different shatim. He didn't think of himself anymore because he's doing this. Right? I'm the same person. Aaron was the same person in, uh, in this regard. And finally, number five. Number five, turn over. Again, there's a few more along the way here that we're not reading inside. But if you look in the Sefer Lehis Anig, he quotes there from the 
Saba from Kelm. And he quotes the Ramban. The Ramban also talks about this, that uh, Aaron Cohen took it uh, very seriously. He lit it all his life, every day. But, and he quotes from the Svas Emes also. The Svas Emes is similar to what the, what we saw earlier from the, uh, from the Kutzker. But if you look on line 12. Hasaba Mikel Omer. Shavodes Atavas Aneros Bimenora. Haisa Puula Kala. Ubitsua Lohaya Karaf Bakoshi Miyuchad. Was it so hard to do this? Shrita Kabbalah Halacha Zrika. That's much harder. Do the Avodas Akarban. This is cleaning out some, some, uh, cups and lighting it, lighting it. Aaron Akohen, Shenafla Bechelko, Hazchushal Avodas Yamakipurim, Baal of the Kanis of Kodesh Kadashim. Aaron went into the Kodesh Kadashim with the Ktores. So you might think, you know what? I'll, I'll do the big things. I'll hand off some of the other little Avodos. Those are a little maybe beneath me. Those are maybe for the Kohanim Hediot, right? That's, I'll do, I'll do the big stuff. No. He wasn't Mishana, his Avoda. Doesn't matter which Avoda he was doing. This is Avoda Hashem. It's mine. Lumas avoda zacheros. Yichdo lano atar pasik zelash mienu. Shaloshina ben avoda zula avoda chashuva yoser. Right, Aaron Cohen fulfilled the mission in Pirkei Avos. Right, having zoyek and mitzvah kalak of achamura. Everything was equal in the eyes of Aaron Cohen. By eslo badarga shave. Shkain zu avzu nidnu b'sivish lakadosh baruch hu. A number of years ago, maybe seven or eight years ago, we mentioned the thought of Rav Yeruchim on Parsha Shmos, where he talks about Shifra and Pua, and he discusses why is it that the Torah names them Shifra and Pua. You know, didn't they have beautiful names? Yocheved, Miriam, Gemara is another day who they were, but Yocheved and Sipara, whoever. But they're beautiful names. So why did the Torah have to give them Egyptian names? Shifra and Pua, which mean, as the Gemara tells us, and Rashi quotes it, Mishaperis Esavlad, right? They goo at the baby, goo goo, they, 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 they clothe the baby, they, they hold the baby, they, those are such amazing actions that warrant a name change. Says Rav Yeruchim, to paraphrase, great people take little things and make them big. Little people could take great things and make them little. You could have the most amazing event, the most amazing sheer, the most amazing uh, spiritual moment, and if somebody's a little person, they could just make a little. They could have, be elates and they could uh, undo all of the power in the moment. But you have someone else who, there's a little bit of an avotas Hashem here. There's not much. There's a little. What is this? I'm just going shopping for Shabbos. I'm just doing this. I could take this little thing and make it huge. And make it part of my avotas Hashem. Shifra and Pua, what do they do? What are they doing? They're saving, they're saving, they're, they're gooing with the, cooing with the baby. They're, they're wrapping the baby up. No, I'm saving Klal Yisrael. They took this little act that they were doing and they put it into perspective. And everything is large. Arna Kohen, Shaloshina, according to this last thought. Right, every avoda was important. Every avoda was crucial. Every avoda was something to, to take advantage of. Okay. Moving right along. So we have Perek, Ches, Pasuk Dalet. We're sticking to the beginning of the Parsha here, even though we could do a lot. But this one actually will take us into the middle of the Parsha too. V'zem Maaseh HaMenorah, Miksha Zahav. Ad Yerechad Percha Miksha He. It's Miksha. The Torah says it twice. Miksha, it is made from one unit of gold. It's pointed out by the Bale Machshava. There are really three kalim that have to be made miksha. Three kalim. Which kalim have to be made miksha? The menorah, right, in our parsha. That's miksha. 
We have the Chatzotzros later on also in our Parsha. Two out of the three are in our Parsha. Perik Yud, Pasik, Pasik Beis, right? Miksha also. The Chatzotzros are made Miksha. And finally, the third are, of course, the Kruvim on the Kapores have to be made Miksha. So what is the message for, for that? These three Kalim Badafka have to be made one piece, and what does Miksha symbolize? Says the Drash, Hadrash Bahayun. Back in Truma, that teach us that in three areas we have to be strong and hard and stand up for principles and not let ourselves be cut or chopped or or uh, pushed out of pushed out of place. It doesn't mean not to be nice, but it means just to be strong, principled. Not to move. Then we will succeed. So what are they? Number one, Number one, as he will say, is the menorah, as we saw it earlier, is the Yediyas HaTorah, Accomplishing in Torah, gaining knowledge. The more knowledge we have in Torah, the more we're connected to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, because this is the Dvar Hashem, as the Ramban writes in the Hakdama. So it says that we have to be strong, no excuses. We have to be ready to to to, to structure. We have to be ready to absorb. Eitan v'chazak v'daito beretzono l'zgaber alamidos hatevo v'miniimos. There's so many marchikim. As the Mesul Shisharm talks about, there are marchikim in life that pull us away from what we're supposed to do, right? Especially in Torah. And, that, right, that's what the Gemara says. He quotes the Brach, they had the Brachas. Ain't every Torah miskaimin el bemisha memis at small We have to kill ourselves. We have to push ourselves. And sometimes we only know how much we could do when we're involved in other things. When we're going to law school or other graduate schools or other areas or other challenges in life. And we're pushing and pushing and pushing ourselves so we realize how much we could do. So we have to push ourselves when the going is good and we can evolve ourselves in Kedusha. We have to be strong. We have to be strong. And that's why he even says, based on the Pesukim in Parshas Vayechi, turning over the page, line 6, How do you understand that Pasik? He saw Menucha that it was good and the land that it was beautiful and he put his shoulder down to carry the load. So Pashas it means, as we discussed this in the past, Menucha there doesn't mean physical Menucha. It might mean like ultimate Menucha is to be with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. But maybe you can say, no, Pashat. More Pashat. They saw Menucha, they saw the Yitzhahara type of Menucha and they turned away from it. They realized life is about working. Adam la'amo yulad, as uh, as we know. Yan ra'u fourteen. Almanas a menucha kitov ro v'yadu kitov v'arev la'adam liyoshanan v'shoket al shmarav. And they saw the land. They realized they have to be misgaber. They have to overcome, and that's what they did. Vayet shechmol l'spal. They realized it doesn't mean that we there's no downtime. Kodesh Baruch Hu also wants us to have downtime, but we have to recognize that there is a tremendous amount of mesiris nefesh that is required to be miksha to be hard and strong to be Kona Torah, number one. Number two, 
And that, he says, is the merumas in the menorah, the light of the menorah. Mixoa Hasheni, the second Mixoa, that, the second area that we need to focus on and be Miksha in is Shadorish Kashos Aruach, Hanhagas Hatsibar Vahadrachaso. Leadership. To be a leader in any area. And we are all leaders. We are all leaders in whatever, wherever we find ourselves. In our community, in our friends group, in our, you know, whatever. There are so, we're in so many groups. Right, how many, what's the average number of WhatsApp groups that, uh, that people are involved in? Right, we could be leaders in so many groups. Right, so, If somebody chooses to be a leader and we could step up, so we have to be principled. We have to be a mashpia and not a mushpa. A lovely oskasha berucho. Eitan v'chazak bedaito. Lebeliches, not to be fearful or embarrassed of what someone might say if I'm doing the right thing for to- for Hashem and for his avoda, and I want to set up a chesed project. I shouldn't be, you know, maybe I should do it. I should go do it. I'd be strong. See it through. Have it done. If I'm soft, 35. Not that you, a person could be soft in their the way that they do it. Obviously, to be soft-spoken is nothing wrong. It's wonderful. But it means you can be soft-spoken, but principled and hard in that in that way. And that's what he says. We can't uh, give in if it's not a place to give in. And that's what Chazal say, that a person has to be a, uh, a, a, a Rav. He says, Right? We have to be Mavakish Torah. We have to try to be strong, like Malachim are principled, so to speak. They have a one-track, one-track mind in their shlichus, so too. That's what we have to be in our leadership. And what's that? That is the chatzotzros. The trumpets that gather the people. The trumpets that awaken the people. Misha Tudaso, next page, on top. If we're gathering, so then we have to do what we can to be miksha. And finally, the third. What's the only one left? The kruvim. The kruvim. Hamiksoa hashlishi. Again, principled, and again, this one is delicate. It has to be principled and standing up for principles, but needing a lot of chachma and a lot of siyata deshmai, and that is chinuch Child-rearing. Child-rearing, right? Sometimes parents have to be strong. Obviously, parents have to be loving, and yimin mekareves, and only the small docha, and a lot of love, and especially in this generation, so much love. But sometimes there are times when the parents have to be the the uh, the light. They have to be the shining light. And even if all the other friends of the neighborhood and all the other grandchildren and all the everybody has this and everybody has that and doing this and doing that, parents have to be the mashpia. They have to be miksha in a beautiful, nice, loving way. But this is what the children are looking for. If they're only nice and whatever you want, whatever you want, and yifankuosam yosemi die. All the pinuk that was done in Poland a hundred years ago, right? Right, and let them do. Right, you can't imagine what what the Rasha Rav would say today. The natural love that parents have for children. 
you know, it's, it's, there has to be a limit. There has to be principles that parents live by. And again, it's a delicate balance. If they see their child doing something that is not in the derech of Avod Hashem, you know, parents have to say something. You have to find a way to say it and how to say it and, and, you know, everything with Chachma. But this is also what is uh, required. And that's, of course, the Kruvim, who have, ch- who have the faces of children. We have to be miksha in that regard, in that regard too. He quotes on the on the bottom. So miksha in terms of our Torah, miksha in terms of our leadership, and miksha in terms of our chinach habanim. Those are the three kalim, says the hadrash, the ha'ir. Okay, once we're on the topic of threes, three kalim, we'll go to Anoda Yehuda. Nod Behuda, we don't have, I don't think, a commentary of the Nod Behuda on Chumash, but there are different compilations of the Nod Behuda's drushes and shuvis that I have the Nod Behuda ala Torah at home, and it's a compilation of the, as uh, my Rebbe Rivozazag would call it, an artificial Nod Behuda, a taken from all of his other writings and put on the, on the Psukim. So what does the Pasuk say, as we know, as describing the Masaos and the travelings in the desert? We have all of these different types of sounds. That are made by the chatzotzros. Perak yud pasuk beis, as I mentioned, miksha tasosam. You have to make the chatzotzros out of silver. Uskatem trua and blow and blow. Ubahakel asakol tisku uvelo sariu. And when the kal gathers, tisku uvelo tariu, blow its kia, and not a trua. So there is a drush. It's based on the tzlach, based on the nod bihuda in in our Rosh Hashanah. Says the tzlach right here in source number twelve. There are three types of tshuva. Could remember this for uh, Elul days, for Elul days. There are three types of tshuva zelamalamizeh. Says the Nodah Bihuda. Near it, the shalosh madregos b'tshuva zulamalamizu. Number one, Aleph. Tshuva aydei surin. Rachmanalitzlan. We're going through a tough time, and as a reaction, we, you know, we do tshuva. V'zu garua shemekula. That's the lowest level. Obviously, it's a level of tshuva. When I feel ain breira, who else should I turn to? In the most extreme, extreme case, remember Menashe. Menashe Melech, he says, well, all the other gods aren't listening, so I might as well try Hashem. Even that's Shuva, but obviously the lowest level. Even Tzorus. Hashem still is Mekabel. He still is Mekabel, as the Medrash says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Omid B'Kisei Din V'Yoshev HaKisei Rachamim Shalo Yeshev HaKisei Rachamim Atshachutzrach Mitchil HaLeshev HaKisei Din If he was on Din at the beginning, that means there was something given, Din, and then he switched to Rachamim. That's number one. Next level up, Madrega Gavoa, a higher level, Mizeh shows it Shuva Miyira. Before it comes, but out of Yira. I didn't get it yet, but I'm nervous. Yiras Haonesh. Yiras Haonesh. Maybe even Yiras Haromamus. Mizeh shows it Shuva Miyira. Donos Dasos Kishkagos. I did it. It wasn't the best level, but you know what? That's level two. So tshuva mitzad yisurin, tshuva mitzad yira, and what's the third level? Line twenty-six says the Nodah Yehuda umadrega shlishis hagavosha becholamalos b'tshuva shoset tshuva meava. As we know, the Gemara tells us out of love ubazes donos nasos lokis chuyos ubetshuva kazu enonisha roshem chet klal. There's no there's no remnant. There's no stain of the chait at all. Says the Nodabi Yehuda, Tzkiah, 
Shvarim, Trua, Tkia. We have the four. This has to do with the Pasuk in our Parsha, as we'll see. Tkia, Shvarim, Trua, Tkia. What do they symbolize? First, Tkia. Tkia is a compilation, he suggests, of Taka Ka. Hashem blows. Right? That's the message of Hashem does something first. He gave us something. He blew. Right? The Gemara even says in Baba Kama. Taka Ba'ozno. Taka is Lashon of Hezek. Shalom is Chalno Anachnu Bitshuva. Elakarish Baruchu Hiskia Osano Al Karchenu. Shuva Yidi Yisurin. That's number one. That's Tki Ataka Ka. What's next? Shvarim. Groaning. When do we groan? We groan when we like, we're crexing, we're like, we feel under pressure. We feel in a bind. Suggest the, no, the Behuda, maybe that's the Tshuva Meira. I want to do it, I don't do it. I'm pulling back, I'm groaning, I'm crexing. It's not, e- it's not easy for me. I'm nervous. Ha'oset Tshuva Meira, Adainu Rotzelachto, Rakshim Isyare, Vialzenem are oily, miyotri, oily, miyitri, Kilom Elo Menucha, I don't have any, I don't have any Menucha, I'm groaning. And finally, maybe you get to the third level. Trua. What's the Trua? He suggests maybe that's the Trua Me'ava. Trua, we know, is wailing. Wailing. Who's wailing? This is his Chiddush. Maybe when you do Trua Me'ava, there's no more Yetzirah. It's the it's the Yetzirah going down. It's the Yetzirah. The Hespit of the Yetzirah. Yilule Yolil. Ashrei Ada Ha'am Yodei Trua. Praised is the nation that knows the Trua, the highest level of Trua, Trua Mayava. Loratzos Baram Betrua Dafka, Betrua Zuvademo. That's the Trua, the highest level. So it's Trua, Tkia. We start off Shvarim Trua, and then we have one more Tkia. What's that's that? That has to be a different Tkia. We might call that Tkia Gedola. So what's Tkia Gedola? So he suggests top left Bayomahu Yitaka Bishofar Gadol. That's the time that Hashem starts blowing Shofar Gadol and we run to Him without even having any Sur Meirah. It's just run to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just the Asei Tov. Just run. That's the ultimate. When Mashiach comes, there's no stopping. We're just going to connect to the Borei Olam. So even though the beginning of history started with Taka Ka, the first Tkia, Haschalach HaTshuva, Shiaidei Peranus, Ein Batachlet, that's not the goal. The goal is the ultimate Tzkiah Gedola when we reach the level of after Tshuva Me'ava, we can reach the level of the Tzkiah. And he says, maybe that's what our Pasuk is referring to. Uba ha'kila sakahal, when the day comes, Parakir Pasuk Zion, that Hashem will be makil to kehila, will bring us all back. Tisku v'lotariyu. There's not going to be any more need for any of the earlier kolos. There's just going to be the ultimate Tzkiah. Tisku v'lotariyu. And that's the, what we daven for. That's what we daven for. And he just says in the last paragraph, he says, maybe this is alluded to in one of the piyutim that we all say. Right? Badin, biyomdin. So there are three lines in there. Lechovesh kaso, badin. Hashem overcomes his anger. That's Yisurin. There were Yisurin, Hashem was angry. We do tshuva. Lechovesh tzedakos. Hashem is giving staka for us. We didn't do the greatest. Tshuva biyira. Right? There's still sins. The donuts were made into Shkagos. But Hashem has, gives us staka. Lamochalavonos. Mechila. Mechila means it's wiped away. Mechila gemura. So maybe that's alluded to in the final. That's the uh, final of Tshuva 
tshuva me'av. Okay, that's his suggestion of the of the three. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. So we have to talk a little bit about the smallest parsha in the Torah, which we have here. The Gemara says in Masechah Shabbos that really, even though we think that there are Chamisha Chumshe Torah, there are really seven. Why there's seven? There's Breshis, Shmos, Vayikra, Bamidbar, Vayihibin Tzawa Ha'aron, Vahaya Ha'am Kimisoninim, and Dvarim. Meaning these two psukim, surrounded by the backwards nuns, is a separate parsha, right? It's even a mocker for a halacha. If you only have a little portion of the Torah, a ripped p- a piece of the Torah, what is the smallest amount, the most, the letters, the minimum number of letters that are needed? So it's learned out from this section how many letters are in this little section. So, but what does the parsha say? When the Aaron moves there, Moshe, Kuma Hashem, Hashem, please get up. Help spread out your enemies because our enemies are your enemies. And your enemies will run away from before you. As we know, this is what the Pasik that we say when we open the Aaron Kodesh, whenever we're about to have Kriya Torah. Why is it that when we open the Aaron or Vahibit Soha Aaron, right, exactly, we say, Hashem, your enemies should go away? What kind of enemies? What should we be thinking about whenever we have, you know, Kriyas Torah, when we open the Aaron? Says Rav Chaim, Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, in the Chachmas Chaim, collection of his uh, thoughts. Quotes the Zohar from Vayakel, which is the source also for Brich Shmei. It's from the Zohar in Vayakel. Am Rabbi Shimon, Kan Mafkin Sefer Torah B'Tzibur Lamikrebe, at the moment that we take out a Sefer Torah to read from it. Mispaschi Tare Shmaya, the gates of heaven are opened. Durachamin of Rachamim. Hashem is so excited. Hashem loves it. We're going to read from his Torah. The Aaron is open. He's so excited. And every person has to say, That's why we say that special tefillah. The special tefillah, we say that. But so often, says the Chachmas Chaim in life, Whenever there is a chance for Kedusha, whenever there is a chance to reach spiritual heights, the spiritual prosecutors, the Makatrakim, are there in strength. And they're there to say, we're not going to let this happen. We're not going to let this happen. Just like the Satan going to stop Avram from doing Akedah's Yitzchak, whenever there's a spiritual uh, potential, they're there to get us. They're there to get us, right? Why is it that right when we say the words, Hashem, Sfasai, Tiftach, we're about to say uh, the Amidah Shmon Esrei, there could be something that wasn't in my head for, a, for like a, a whole day. The second I start davening, boom, I start thinking about what I have to take care of and all of the errands I have to run. Uh, and then I remember, oh no, I'm davening. So I'll get back to Rafainu. And then two minutes later, I'm thinking again. And then I'm like, oh my, where am I? Why is that? And then like afterwards, we, don't, we won't be thinking about those things until the next one, Esrei. Right? Why is that? Because the Makatrikim know. The Makatrikim know that this is an unbelievable chance we have to talk to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they're, they're there. you got to fight. Right? It's a battle out there. Every Shimon Asrei is a battle. But when we open the Aaron, we have a chance. So you know what we do? We say, We want to get the most out of this experience of taking the Torah out. Right, think about it. In davening, it's not a coincidence. Why, why is it in some shuls, Rahman al-Islan, right, hopefully in all shuls nobody talks. But if people talk, what are the places that most people talk in? During laning and during Chazar Sashats. 
Why? Because there's so much potential in those times. Not just because, oh, it's not during a brechos kriyashma. No, it's not just that. The makatrikim know. When we take out the Torah, there's so much potential there. And that's why we have a special tefillah even. Right? We say, Kuma Hashem Yafutsu, help me, uh, help me appreciate this experience. And Hashem Svasai Tiftach, when we start davening. And by Chazar Sashatz. If Salvechik has his idea, those who don't know it, feel free to research it. There's Tfila Bitzibur and Tfilas Hatzibur. Bitzibur is the silent Shmona Esrei. Hatzibur, the Shliach Tzibur, is bringing the Karbatumen on our behalf. That's our carbon. Our carbon. And what are we doing while our carbon is being brought? It's our carbon, the Shulchan Aruch. It's been pointed out. The Shulchan Aruch only in one place in all Dalar Chalke Shulchan Aruch says, Gadol Avono Minso. The sin is too great to bear. And what is that by? Talking to Rechazor HaShashatz. Kuf Chavtalet, source number 14. Lo yasiach sichaz chulin, b'shash ha-tzibur chozer b'tfila. V'imsach chotei, godla v'no minso v'garim bo. Kid, you learn during Chazor HaShashatz? Okay, mezha machlokas achronim, ask your local rub. Mishra Baruah is against. Other posts are a little more make as long as you answer. But either way, this is, this is an opportunity. An opportunity. Ravayi b'tzoa ha'aron. And here, the, the Shulchan Aruch, Chazar HaShatz, two of the special places during the Avening, we have to make sure that we don't let the Makatragim get us. We don't, and after each one, we could say, got it. That one I did it. That one I did it. Each time that we could handle it, each time we could do it, we have to do our best in, in this, uh, in this area. Okay, one final point, um, about the Parsha. Again, as we said, so many different, uh, selections in the Parsha. Parakut Aleph, let's go to one of the more difficult um, experience, uh, complainings that we could uh, think of. As we've been mentioned, starting with this week, starting with Baloscha, we have a chet in every parsha. Baloscha, Shlach, Korach, Chukas, Balak, the next five. There's something to learn from. There's some chet. So what happens here? But Israel complain, Pasuk Hay, Pasuk Yud Aleph, Oh, I need some good flesh. I need some meat. Oh, who could remember the fish, the, that Egyptian fish? Oh, those onions. What are they talking about? All we have is one. All we have is man. Where's the watermelon? Where are the onions and the fish? All we have is this man. What is going on here? The Dardea, the Dardea that was Zochet to the man, that saw the Nisim and it floats, Raza Shifchalayam. They wanted meat. We can't understand it on a, on, a, on a simple level. Besides the fact that the man could taste like whatever you wanted it to taste like. So why didn't you just think about watermelons and onions and, and all the other things that you yearned for? So what's going on here? So it says in the Saba from Slobotka, in the Arat Safan, it's quoted here in Source 15. It said the Saba from Slobotka, a very deep thought. There's really nothing physical in this world. There's nothing totally gashmi. Elisha Adam Megashem Osambamaisov. We are Megashem things. We make things physical. This table right here. Is it physical? 
No. If we have a safer on it and we're using it for Dvaram Shebek Dusha, this table is not physical. This table is a tool to bring us close to the Boreola. It's not physical. It's not Gashmi. If I use it for mundane purposes, then I was Magashem this table. Im Ha'adam Magia, La Madrega. I could take everything. I could take everything in this world for Avodah Hashem. Halechem shu ochel ukein carbon. The food that I eat is a carbon. The table is a mizbeach. The wine I drink is kilo menasech nesachim. That's what life's about. Life's about being ma'ale and making everything in our life spiritual. And yet, you know, it is physical. The mistake that was made. And you could suggest this also about Adam and Chava, and people do. The mistake that was made was that they thought that that's the higher level. The man inherently. You can't make, you can't be magashing the man. The man is ruchani. The man has no waste products. You can't be magashing the man. So they thought, is that what life's about? Isn't it about taking onions and watermelons and fish? And using that for spiritual purposes? Isn't that what life's about? And says the Saba, says the Saba from Slobodka, don't try to outsmart God. If Akadish Baruch Hu wants you to serve him this way, then serve him this way. Don't think he can come up with a, with a greater chachma. With a greater chachma. Right? Like they say that again about Adam and Chava. Maybe they thought, oh, to get the bad and then overcome, put myself in that situation. You don't have to desire to serve Hashem any more than what He asks of you. If I give you man, serve me with man. Right, that's what I'm asking. And if you don't, it must be there's something else wrong here. That's not a normal, a normal taifa. And therefore, we have to make sure that we don't. So our goal in life is to be ma'ale, all the gashmi. There shouldn't be anything gashmi in life. Anything gashmi. Everything like the Rambam says. Everything we do in life should have that element of ruchnius. And that's what we learned from Baloscha. That's what we learned from Moshe Rabbeinu, the Anav Mikal Adam, as it said in the parsha. Right, he reached the highest levels that a human being could reach. But we have to do our best to try to use everything that we have, everything we have in life, to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu with, like the pasuk says, Kabel, Kabedas Hashem Mehoncha, Mehoncha from all you have. And Hashem, we should be zocha to serve Hashem with everything that we have. Okay, we'll stop.